DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan on a Friday, but Friday. I'm not going to say Friday. Friday, Friday fun, oh, you said it, not me. Don't want to oh, get trademark. Tra- a trademark. <laughs> um, Sorry. A cease and desist letter so from the PHNX Sun Devil Let's show. Let's be honest. It's not trademarked. <laughs> I don't know. They never went to an attorney. Well, that's fair. Alas, we are going to have fun regardless because it's Friday. So I've heard. We had we have some things in store that Craig doesn't even know about. We're going to just we'll talk about our weekends. We're going to talk about nonsense, but we're also going to talk about some hockey because there was some really exciting Ooh. playoff games last night. And I mean, let's just dive right into it and let's start with the Battle of Alberta because that's the most recent thing on sure. people's let's, minds. Let's uh, dip our toe into that one. Oh, did I say that? That's horrible. Oh, my. Did, they, did, you, off to a did bad you slide start. your foot in a stopping oh, motion into this one? Literally offside. Wait, what's the other game? <laughs> yeah, that was my segue to the other game. Oh, save it for the other one. Yeah. Well, last night, the Edmonton Oilers defeated the Calgary Flames to clinch the series and move on to the Western Conference Final in overtime for, by the way, their fifth straight Game 5 overtime. That's a fun little stat. But also on a controversial non-call for the Flames. What a night. I don't even know where to begin in this game, but maybe just overall thoughts and then we can get into some of the particulars. Probably. I mean, that's that's the thing that people are going to be talking about other than I, th- I feel like uh, hockey players need to have goal songs instead of the same goal song I all the time. Agree. And like when, when when McDavid scores now, I think Angels should sing. That's Just, how oh. that should be. Yeah, that should be it. <laughs> I because love it. he's been that good in this postseason. But to me, I know there's a lot of controversy about that disallowed goal. I didn't have a problem with the call. I got to be honest. I thought he definitely stuck his foot out. And people are like, oh, it's a stopping motion. You're not trying to stop right as you're hitting the post. No, he put his foot out to try and push the puck into the net. But now, it, whether you should be allowed to do that, since you can score a lot of other ways, that's another discussion. But I didn't have a problem. I, it wasn't the most egregious miscall that I have seen in this postseason or in past postseasons. I'll put it that way. See, I think it should have been a goal, and I maybe it wasn't a stop, but it also wasn't a kicking motion either. It was just he was mm-hmm. moving. He was just moving. And like you said on Twitter, out, but like you said on Twitter last night, the puck was going to go in That's anyway. That's the hardest part. That's got to be the hardest part to swallow for Calgary fans. That puck was going in. Yeah, it's he didn't not need like to do it. It. yeah, it's not like it, he deflected it in with his foot and if that foot wasn't there, you can make that argument, but I don't know. I think it should have been a goal and I think PD agrees. Yeah, it, it's hard for me because I, I I'm putting myself in the shoes of both teams. I'm trying to think what would I feel like? Again, I go back to the rule is a distinct kicking motion, like a soccer style kick. That was how was it explained from the league to the teams. That's not what occurred here. Does he purposefully kick the puck into the net? I think he does. I do. I don't think it's a stopping motion. I think he clearly is kicking the puck. But I don't think it's a distinct soccer style kicking motion. I don't. I have a problem with it being disallowed. I, I, I. I listened to Brian Boucher, who was calling the game last night, and he came back from him, and he said, you know, the league must have seen it differently, so I'm just going to say I guess the league must have seen it differently. So they -hmm. think it's disallowed. Um, The greater point is what happens if he doesn't go in there to go after it. Does it bounce in? Does it go Calgary's way? And now we're getting ready for the next game. You saw the overhead, right? 
you yeah, saw the direction I mean, of the puck and it was moving at good I pace. I think it's going in. It's going in the net. I mean, we we've seen stranger things happen, but you think it is. But but yeah. let's 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 say it's it like it is. To what's coming later? This is the Calgary Flames team that wins the division, has a two goal lead in this game, and they've had leads throughout this series. Can't hold the lead. Can't stop the puck. Can't defend. The right team's moving on here. Um, yeah, no argument there. You know, if you take the regular season into account, yeah, the Calgary is by far the better team. And we all sat in this studio a week ago saying Calgary is going to blow through Edmonton. Uh-oh. Yeah. We're going to say the same thing in the next series, St. Louis or Colorado. We're going to say we're going to blow through Edmonton. The variable that we didn't consider, and I know we talked about Evander Kane scoring 12 goals, but there's a reason he's scoring 12 goals because he's playing with that guy. Make Can you make Jesus. that sound again? Because I can't do it. Aww. There it is. Yeah, and, and, I didn't know what he could do to elevate his game. You know, I've seen him in past postseasons. He's been very good. Actually, there have been some postseasons where he's actually been shut down a bit. And Leon Dreisettle has been the most productive player on the team. But in this postseason, nobody's on his level. Nobody is on his level. And this is really what it's going to take for this very flawed team to make this kind of deep run. He has to put them on his back and take his game to a level where no one else can follow on the opposition. And that's what he's done through two rounds. If you want to beat the Edmonton Oilers in these playoffs, you can't make a mistake in your own defensive zone. And I mean you have to defend as five, and everybody has to do the right thing. If you make a mistake, they are too quick, too skilled, too talented, and they end up putting the puck in the back of the net. And that's been the problem here. Is that I watched the series, it was always one person making the mistake. It was always oh, they did a great job defending this, but oh, shit, they missed the net front. And it just went on and on like that for the entire series. Calgary just never found an answer, and, and I keep saying it. You go back to peewee hockey. Put somebody on him. Shadow him, skate with him. And I know you can't keep up with Connor McDavid. He is literally faster than any other player on the planet. You just have to get between him and the net, period. And you have to wait to see how the other teams defend him in the next series. I think there were points in this series where he wasn't as effective. And when I mean points, I mean for one particular shift or another, not for any longer stretches than that. Calgary just couldn't, couldn't sustain that type of defending. They just weren't quick enough. And then all they wanted to do was try to get the puck in close to Mike Smith. Let's get in tight to the net. You watch so many mistakes and even the winning goal last night, how poorly Calgary defended that goal. And it starts with Johnny hockey on the wall. He's going right at dry side. Thank you. Turns away. Wait, where the Turned are you going? away. And his it was uh it was Hannafin, right? That that it was a soft dump up the boards too. But but I think he thought, okay, I'm gonna put this up to Johnny. Johnny doesn't even battle. No, he doesn't he, even battle. He, he just gave up on the play. So here's a here's here's an issue when you talk about Patrick Kane and that type of player. And I put Johnny in that basket. His job in defending in that zone, his job is to defend the point. That's his job is defend the blue line. His job isn't to defend the half wall. When you write it on paper, he's supposed to defend. But you are less than a stick length away yes. from Leon Dreisaitl at that point in overtime. You close on Leon Dreisaitl. You put your stick on his stick. Leon's bigger, stronger. All of those things are true. But you put the stick on his stick and you start there and you let somebody else fill in for you up top. Somebody else fills in. So then he goes to the point. Well, then the next two Calgary players both go to Dreisaitl. Hannafin's in the corner with <laughs> McDavid. So where do you go? 
Go Stay with McDavid. Don't leave McDavid alone. Take McDavid to the net. <laughs> let's both go to dry saddle and let's leave the best player in the world all alone. In Another one. Stop the pass. In overtime. So like all these com- just errors so that's compounded. To me, that's stop to the me, pass from getting when we go back to defending, you have to defend better than that. Yep. And that's why you go flip it over to the other series. The Carolina Hurricanes are absolutely smothering the New York Rangers. The line of Zabenejad, Kreider, and Vitrano had one shot five on five between the entire line. Yeah. And that's the that's the leading score of the team with over 50 goals this season. He didn't have a shot in two of the three games in Carolina. That's how you defend. And they start defending from their own offensive zone. I've said that before about how when Edmonton is in their defensive zone, you still can defend McDavid even though you're on offense. That's what Carolina did to Zibanejad and Kreider, even when they're attacking the Ranger net. They're still close enough to attack and strike quickly. If it gets that far, Carolina will have an answer. Carolina is the team that can defend them. Is it Colorado or is it, or is it St. Louis in the next round? I'm done. I'm done guessing. <laughs> done trying to guess. Yeah, I'm so done. We're all 0-2 in, the, in this done. round. Yeah, right? we're, we're doing awful. I, well, Did you have something else to add on this series? Yeah, what was okay. funny to me was after the game when they interviewed Connor McDavid, he said, oh, yeah, like I wasn't very good tonight, and he scored the overtime winner. And then... I don't know if you saw, but the NHL posted. Are you taking a selfie I am, while we're live? I am. I was going to. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah, you can. Sure. It's social. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Where's oh. your stick? <laughs> we're, just, we're pausing the show to Why take a selfie, I guess. I, I tell you who it is, though, and it's, this is why. It was the video guy for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's just calling me right now. I'm trying to find out get some tidbits on the Lightning. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's your insider info. What I was going to say was... Um, I don't know if you saw the video that the NHL posted this morning, but I've never seen Connor McDavid look so happy, giddy. Yeah. Like it, it almost his smile and his reaction and how he was yelling on the ice. It was almost like you were watching the weight lift off of his Absolutely. shoulders in real time. I think that happened in this round. I, it were really changed did. for him. Yeah. And, and now it's just all the rest of the icing on the cake. It's, it's just gravy. Now. You've made yeah. your deep run. Yeah. You, you've you done did what it you had now. to do. And, but also he's he's found a way to just take over games and it's so much harder in hockey right to be able to dominate at that level because you're rolling four lines you're just you're rolling more people on the ice it's not the nba where one guy can take over a game consistently it's much harder and yet he's doing it it's it's so cool to watch him on the stage we've waited for this for a really long time we're still waiting on austin matthews but it's really good to see Connor McDavid get a chance to shine on the playoff stage. This is good for hockey. Again, sorry to those of you who hate all other teams, but this is good for hockey to see Connor McDavid make a deep run. And I have one more note on this series before we go to the other series, but Mike Smith is back in the Western Conference final. Uh, ten years later. Ten see, years later. Who would have taken that bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app ten years ago? Well, he'll be back in the Western Finals again. There's no, no chance he would have taken that. Nobody would have taken that bet. Good for him. He's earned it. He's been better in this series um, Markstrom, than yeah. I gave him credit for. He's Markstrom better than Markstrom head to head. He melted down in the playoffs. And he was the better goalie in the first round, too. Yeah. Um, he's playing extremely well. And not only is he, we talked about it the last show, not only is he stopping the puck, he's become a factor offensively that you're going to have to plan for when you're yeah. playing against the Edmonton Oilers. When, when we talk about the Flames and you talk about their inability to defend well, does that surprise you for a Daryl Sutter coach team? We know what this we know what his teams did with the Kings. That that was their bread and butter. Yeah, they defended so teams. well. Smothered teams. Mike like Smith got revenge on Daryl Sutter too. What, yeah. yeah, what the heck? And and what does that mean for Daryl Sutter's future? That Calgary's out in the second round. Yeah. 
I don't know. Especially after they dominated in the regular season and win the division. And I thought they were a force to be reckoned with. And we sat there and thought about the Calgary-Colorado-Western finals. We all talked about it. And it's just a different style of hockey. And when we talked about Edmonton, it's always been about the skill and the speed. And we said, well, they're not deep enough. And that skill and speed doesn't always work in the playoffs because there's not enough room. Well, they're creating their space now. They're doing... Adding Kane really helped add that extra piece that I think they really needed offensively. I tell you what, if, if Colorado can get by St. Louis, and that's a huge if right now, that's going to be a hell of a series. Like that, that is not a foregone. Oh, Colorado wins that in four. Like I was, I would have, if you would have told me before it was them in the finals, I said, no, yeah, Colorado's going to roll them. I don't know. Like David and Dry Saddle one step away from the cup final. And let's say they're going to be dialed in. McDavid, Drysaddle, and Kane against Darcy Kemper playing the way Darcy Kemper's playing right yeah, now. He hasn't been great either. Yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. Huh. Here we go. It's Sorry. good hockey. No, you're you're totally fine. Well, let's move to that Eastern game, um, the Carolina Hurricanes, who, who I like to call the Carolina Coyotes, since there's so many former Coyotes on that team, are up a game against the New York Rangers and can close it out in Game Six. Unfortunately for them, Game Six is on the road, and they're Yet to win on the road in this postseason. Thoughts on that game? Well, I, I think Jordan Martin, who came back in the lineup last night, he's been hurt. He brought a little spark to their lineup. Marty Martin, that that grit, that digging in. Um, they have a little bit of that. They defend well, but he just added a little more grit to their game. I. I I'm wrong all the time. Like, if they can play that way in Madison Square Garden, the Rangers have no chance. Mm -hmm. They just haven't been able to do that. And you talk about keeping stall up against the Zibanejad line. I mean, that's that's kind of was the narrative of the game last night. It worked. And and if if Gallant got Zibanejad out early, it was a quick line change. Brindamore matched it live during play, switched it up, and got stall out there. Stahl's line was better. They were just better. They were quicker. They defended better with sticks. Uh, they're the best defending team left in the playoffs right now, the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm. Does that propel them? I don't know. They can't win on the road. Yeah, it's weird that they can't win on the Haven't road. Haven't won a game on the road. It's bizarre. And we've said this, same thing we talked about Colorado. Once you said, well, Colorado hasn't gotten by the second round. All of these things get in your head. And the more they're talked about and written about, and when the more you see them in Twitter and in the media... You can say it doesn't distract you, but it's real. You can't help it from getting into your subconscious. Carolina has not won a game on the road. You think they've heard that over and over and over? Of course they have. They finally have. scored on the power play, though. They finally got their power play goal, and they finally were able to get through a, a theme, seam through the box, which they haven't been able to do this whole series. I think the Rangers have hope because they've been able to win at home. So I think the Rangers come in to Madison Square Garden thinking they have a chance. The key to that game is somebody... Watch who scores first. If Carolina can score first, they can shut it down. And they're really, really good at protecting a lead. Mm -hmm. So if Carolina can get the first goal on this one, it's going to be hard for, for the Rangers to battle back. That's what I think. I'm with Biz. The food. Be happy, Ranger fans, because <laughs> it ain't going to be this sweet next season. Biz You're not is that good. so anti-Rangers. You're not that good? I'm not. I'm Biz not really not. No, I don't mind if the Rangers are... Oh, he is crazy anti-Ranger. <laughs> I just... I. See, I think they did a lot of good thing. I think the addition of Cop and Vitrano at the trade deadline helped them to get to where they are now. Yeah, that's um, cute. The, their goal tending is, be in Pittsburgh. Their goaltending is the Wouldn't best. Have. 
Yeah, I it wasn't think. that. I, it wasn't that good against Pittsburgh. Are they a playoff home. team next year? The problem, yeah, I think they're a playoff. The team, problem but... with the East is the East is good, yeah. but it's also really bad. Like the division between the good and the bad teams is pretty right. Like massive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Islanders get back back in the mix. Yeah, yeah, but the any Islanders other main, team there? No, no. And so it's that's like where you look teams. at. Are they a playoff team? Probably are again. And it's you know you beat up on some of the lower teams. They're not ready to win some of those lower teams, and it's going to be another year of that. So I think the Rangers are still a playoff team. Shesterkin yeah. needs to play lights out again, and That's they're going the to have thing. to get the first goal of the game. You can't sustain that level of goaltending over yeah. a career. You can't. Statistically. Nobody's done it. No, but maybe it'll help the Rangers moving forward, knowing what they need to acquire to okay. have playoff success. Last question on that series. <laughs> if they're Carolina gets through, Carolina gets through. And if they do get through, they're clearly going to do it on the shoulders of Auntie Ranta. Do you go into the Eastern Conference Finals Ooh. with Frederick Anderson healthy and make a change? I don't know. I don't know. I thought so. in the I second round, I said absolutely. I said if Frederick Anderson is ready in one of the first three games in this series, you have to make the change because worst case, you go back to Ranta right away and it's only game one, two, or three. Now you're in the Eastern Finals. Yep. <sighs> That's tough. He's it's been tough. off a while. But it's, and it's Tampa. we got to get him to play, though. If you want to win the cup, don't you think you need, you're going to need him at some point? I think yes. you do. Yes. I think you do, at least in game one. And like, if he's ready. Ronta's numbers are, are really phenomenal. Good. His numbers at home are absolutely I will, I will keep phenomenal. preaching this. He's, he's when you the guy's in one. goal, he's elite. Look at these former Coyote goalies. Yeah. I'm telling you. Wow. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it could be three of the four starting goalies in the, the remaining playoffs. could all awesome. be Coyotes. It's a great story for someone to write. <laughs> Maybe you can read it at gophnx.com. I, I wonder who that's going to be. <laughs> well, speaking of the third Coyotes goalie, game six tonight, Colorado, St. Louis, who are you taking? I'm taking the Avs. They've been perfect on the road. I I, I know they, they collapsed in that last game. I think they'll respond. I think they'll win this game. But if they don't, again, I would say St. Louis is my dark horse all along. It wouldn't surprise yeah, this me. Isn't... And there's doubt now, like Pete brought up yeah. the last show. There's doubt now. This is game six of the second round of the playoffs. This isn't, there's no, like, if St. Louis wins this game, you're not going coming in tomorrow going, oh my gosh, there's no way they would have won. That. There's, like, this isn't a surprise anymore. We've seen St. Louis compete. We've seen St. Louis battle back. I, We've seen Colorado's I defending. I this series to go to at least six, uh, I think. I think St. Louis finds a way to do it at home. Really? Cool. Game I think we're going to game cool. seven. I think we're going to I game, like game seven. At, I hope we have two of them. At the balls. Ball what? Tampa's just sitting Ball there. Ball arena. arena. Tampa's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Resting, resting up. up. Tampa's already gone healthy. on vacation. They've been back. They just had a new training camp. That's how long they've been off. I got to I got to say it. I'm rooting for a three-peat now. Now that yeah. they're they've done what they've done. Oh, we talk about that on the next show. Almost 40 years. We talk about this rest so that cool. they've had. Is the yeah. rest good or bad? Cuz Carolina Carolina and the Rangers could be playing seven. And playing And Carolina just and the Rangers just played seven in the first round. Yeah. So is it is it an advantage to continue playing or is it an advantage to rest? Coaches that are resting say it's better to rest. Coaches the teams are still in it say it's better to stay rolling. If Tampa wins, if they win the cup again, yes. if they three-peat, it'd be the first time since the Islanders in the early 80s. Okay. What's their place in NHL history? We've seen some recent dynasties. The Blackhawks won three and seven. The Penguins won three. There's a, a, a little bigger spread for Sidney Crosby between cup one and then two and three. Um, now Tampa's Will there be an two. asterisk? Because of the COVID One was bubble. bubble, two was shortened season with diff- 
with different divisions, different know. paths. I mean, do you put an cup? asterisk on the Blackhawks for the same reason? Because they played I, a lockout. I don't. I don't think yeah. there don't should think be so. an yeah. asterisk, but I think that it puts the Lightning in the same boat as the Penguins and the Blackhawks of the last 15 to years. To win straight is so hard. I know. It's so hard. They've got – agreed – but they played they're, fewer games. They're halfway there. Like they've got a long. Well, I know. Way I to said go. I, it was long. the caveat was if they win. Yeah, it's it's absolutely as impressive. Probably I don't want to say more so in the salary cap area, but that's definitely something that you have to consider. Yeah, because you kind of keep rotating that bottom six. And, yeah, you know the third they pair. And, and I'd have to go sure back. The right mix. I don't recall the Islanders rosters of the '80s. I know, surprise, surprise. But were they able to maintain everybody for the entire stretch? I don't know. I, I think it's something as we approach this. I think it's something we need to look at because yeah. one of the things Tampa has been able to do. Yes, they've kept their core, but they've always been able to supplant a couple of new players into that lineup. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's Corey Perry this year or Bellamar, who's been uh, amazing. Had to have that additional. <laughs> change in your lineup just because of the salary cap. Caleb said, truest dynasty uh, through the craziest circumstances and they should have had two more. So. The Lightning? Yeah. We'll see. I think. I think you mean the Lightning, Caleb. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm currently looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So for tomorrow's game, the Hurricanes and the Rangers, their money line is both, they're minus 110 each. So it's complete pick them. That'll be interesting to see how that evolves in the next 24 hours. But for tonight, even though the Avalanche are on the road, they are minus 165 favorites going wow. into St. Louis. So it should be interesting to see how that plays out. The overset at six and a half, which is a little bit higher than normal. Usually it's about five and a half. Did, yeah. We didn't even plan that. The two of you today are just get <laughs> killing me. Killing me. Um, anyway, the yeah. draft. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious Draft if King. Sean's DraftKings pick of the week is going to be hockey or something else. Sean, of course it's going to be hockey. Okay, because you know um, this is a hockey show. We don't talk yeah. about. By the way, like he's been fired. On this show, so, do we? No, you know. <laughs> Listen to, to Sean, not me. You know what tonight is, right? It is Game Five of the Edmonton Oil Kings series against what? <gasps> Look Winnipeg at Ice. you going to the WHL. That's what he did last week, and he nailed it. The Edmonton Oil Kings are currently up three-one in that series. Dylan Gunther, um, the only Coyotes prospect still playing. <laughs> they have a chance to close the series out tonight, um, and I'm going to predict them to do exactly that. Uh, their nice. puck line is they're minus one and a half at plus one seventy-five. So. Their money so, line is like minus 170, so I don't think there's a whole lot of value in that. But I think I could see them uh, winning the game, getting a little puck line Jesus, maybe an empty net goal late in the game. And then, uh, yeah. Are they home or away? Um, they, it's game five. It's away. Oh, no, it's home because they do 2 3 2. Yeah, they're home. Yeah, yeah. They close Winnipeg it out on Edmonton, home ice. So. Okay. I like, I like them to cover the puck line. Well, yeah. Uh, Charles says a little spicy dilatch. All so. right. I love it. Well, Sean's been on a heater with his DraftKings picks of the week. So if you want to tell Sean, you can do so at the DraftKings Sportsbook app or you can throw some money on tonight's NHL game, tomorrow's game, or the NBA playoffs. Um, So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. 
Use the promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. And right now, all customers, including existing customers, can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. So that's code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Before we get into our next segment, PD, I know you wanted to talk a little softball. Yeah, I'm excited about... Wait, what? Yeah, it's softball this is, season. This is a softball it's a super show? regional. Super regional. Wait, so we're talking Sun Devil softball, I assume. Right, Sean? Of course. The only team that really... Well, tell you what, the, I'm looking at PD's laugh company as the, the U of A. The U of A Wildcats right now are at their last gasp in game one against Mississippi State. <sighs> Top of the seventh inning, trailing two to one at their last at-bat in the seventh. Youth button. Sean, youth button. Two to one. But between ASU and U of A, there's a lot to root for. And if you haven't, if you haven't gotten into the softball vibe before, I'm not doing this because of PHNX. I perennially watch the, the softball regionals, super regionals, and World Series. They are, as my friend Sean would say, they are electric. Like, to watch the the intensity of these games. And I tell you what, softball more than any other sport I've ever witnessed, they have fun. Camaraderie. Like, the, 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 what is going on in the dugout it. yes, it's awesome. just, they're, they're having fun. Win, lose, draw, they're in it together and they're having fun. So if you haven't been a, been a part of the, the Softball World Series in the past, sincerely tune in. It's on all of the ESPN networks all weekend long. And ASU is on tonight at five. They need to win two out of three to move to the World Series. So tune in. And then right after the game, tune in to the clowns at the ASU show. (laughs) It's a fun show. It is a lot of fun. Trisha Ford getting it done at ASU. Unbelievable. Seriously getting it done. So So I digress. Enjoy it. Make it part of your weekend. Love it. Well, that will be part of your weekend binge, PD. You'll be binging. It was. Uh It is part of my weekend binge. And and, and I, I truly am excited. To, to spend the weekend watching college softball, and I will be watching more than just the Arizona teams. I will be watching a lot of softball. Maybe two game sets. Possibly. But I think it's it, that is a fantastic segue to the weekend binge. Yes. So and I think we start with Craig again. Okay. Well, uh, let me just remind everyone, if you weren't here last week, our new Friday segment, Weekend Binge, we're going to talk about what we're going to binge this weekend, which we should probably follow up, I guess, on Monday. Oh, shows. Yes, although sorry. I did binge the Harry Styles Wait, album. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, that's Craig S. Morgan. <laughs> Love it. So we can binge. What's everybody watching this weekend? Craig. So several years ago when the show first debuted, my kids became huge Stranger Things fans. Oh, oh I forgot that. Stranger back. Things debuted at midnight. Last night? Yes. yes. Now we didn't stay up to watch the debut because we were binging prior season so that we could prepare for this season with a drop but have you seen the prior season before you're yeah, rewatching them, it just yeah brushing it up brushing it's up. been a while yes so we'll be watching stranger things without a doubt and then there's a you know pd you might watch this with me uh, leah probably has never heard of either of these these actors but there's an older series that's come out called night sky with uh sissy spacek yeah and I don't watch it. I have. It. I'm gonna I watch know who J.K. Well. Simmons is, okay, but I know, you know nothing you... else about what you just I'm, said. I'm gonna watch that show as well. A little sci-fi, so, which could tie in as we continue down the panel. So there you go. And then toss in 
a little bit of softball and maybe two game sevens. Yeah. Love wow. it. Take care You're of the set. weekend. Yep. Wow. You're also, I completely forgot about Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to add that to my list. The other series that came out at midnight last night, the Obi-Wan, yes. the first two episodes of the Obi-Wan series on Disney+. Heard Plus. Good things. I'm super excited. I love Star Wars. I've really liked all the show spinoffs that they've done. And I just, I'm so excited that Hayden Christensen is reprising his role as Darth Vader. So I cannot wait for that. So those two are on my list. I forgot about Stranger Things, but, and this is my, what I've actively been binging all week and will continue to do so in the weekend. And you guys are going to laugh and judge me. Love Island UK. (laughs) (laughs) See, she did. She was doing so well. She was doing so well. Like so, okay, love, let me explain myself. Uh, yep, no, first off, explain what Love Island UK is. Okay. You're doing so well, Leah. Okay. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. So, so Love Island, it's, it's amazing. It's basically they put all these single people on this resort together and mm. they just like date each other and you have to be coupled up. And if you're not in a couple, you can get a lim- dumped from the island. <laughs> But I have to say, the UK, so they have a US and an Australian version that were spinoffs of the UK one. UK is elite. It's the 2021 season, so it's last summer's. I haven't watched it yet. Um, So I am watching it during COVID when everything was locked down. I binged seasons one through five, like 100% went all in. So it's been two years since I've watched Love Island and I am back watching it and it just brings me so much joy. It is so, it is such a train wreck. It's so mindless. I love it so much. So I will say this, and we talk about criticizing people's food choices and all that. I get it. There are all kinds of different people. I get it. And I will give you this. If it gives you joy, go for it. Because in the, in, in the pandemic, I watched love is blind where people got married that didn't see each did other. Did you watch season two recently? I did not because oh, the pandemic is so officially much, over. So I can leave my house now. Season two was better. Okay, but I can leave my house. So I don't need to add that okay. to my queue. But I understand it. I do understand it. And if it gives you it's joy. Just, and that's the whole point of all the stuff. It gives you joy. Yeah. All in. It's so good. It's basically a modern version of like, I don't know, the dating game or the newlywed sure. game, right? Sure. We watch these A little sexier, a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. Who was sure. the host of those? Like Jim Lang and... Oh, what's the guy's Bob Eubanks? Is it Bob Eubanks? You I don't can't remember, remember that. But I remember the dating remember? game. I just don't remember yeah. the host. I remember back in two and two when they when they called sex what? making whoopee. Yeah, back to two and two. <laughs> that, what was that show? Chuck Woolery. I'll be back in two and two. What was that? <laughs> making whoopee. Charles Woodall Pike will know that one. <laughs> Here's another. This is another. Uh, yeah, preview of our old versus young segment that we'll be doing at some I point. I can't even. Okay. So now, could you put up my graphic, not my oh, movie, but God. my graphic? I, I surprised to no one. Oh, love connection. Thanks, Charles. Oh, do we have a PD graphic again for his shows? Once yeah. again, we missed, we missed the Oh, boat. wait. Okay. He's, we'll let him do that. By the way, the Chuck Rollery show where he goes two and two, that was love connection. Do you remember love connection? I do. And, then, and that similar thing as Sean gets prepared. All there's right. a lot going on. Oh, no. Wait, so we have a graphic. <laughs> there it so is. No PD, there's no I went team. a little bit dark. And I know, surprise to absolutely no one. Yes. Black so, Mirror is so dark. Craig, Craig and Leah had suggested I try Severance. Well, Craig suggested it, and then three days ago, I said, I also suggested it. And you literally binged the whole nine I episodes. I binged the whole nine in like three days. So we'll get to Severance in one second. Severance is dark, deep, 
that's fair. It's dark. And so I wanted to give you some sci-fi options that you don't have to binge necessarily that are more anthology based. So if you want to pick and choose episodes. So I went I went really old school to a 50 show Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which is on Peacock. Phenomenal. 24 minutes, 24 minute episodes, incredibly digestible, great character driven. Think along the lines of the Twilight Zone. Of those kind of weird, quirky That's things, really... have twists, have weird endings. Highly recommend it. They're they're much, much, much lighter. If you want the same thing, but much, 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 much darker and very current and more about our social environment and social media, Black Mirror Black on Mirror Netflix. So five good. seasons, absolute fire. If you like Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock, those type of shows. If you have not seen Black Mirror, it is dark, and there are some There's episodes some that, are like that are hard to watch. Really difficult. They're to hard watch. to watch, and they're depressing and, and meaningful and thoughtful, but very character-driven, unbelievably good anthology series. Which brings me back to Severance. <sighs> <laughs> I watched one episode a few days ago. I watched five episodes yesterday, back to back to back to back. Wow. <laughs> Now, if you don't know what Severance is, it's different. Little sci-fi based show. If you have seen the show, you're going to understand what's going to happen next. Oh my if God. you haven't seen the show. So I had a little problem because I watched five episodes in a row. I have a little problem separating my life from the show, similar to the characters having problems separating their work life from their personal life. And ironically enough, one of the main characters in the show's name is Petey. Petey. So this is what happened to me on my way into work today. And I will say this, a caveat, asterisk, this literally happened on my way in today. And with all the help from uh, Leah and Max, who are the only two people here to help me, this was thrown together very quick. So I very appreciate quickly. And I all shot on my phone. This isn't a regular PHNX production. This was filmed and directed by Petey and edited by me in 10 minutes. Yes. So <laughs> so my bosses that are watching this, I understand we have a standard here at PHNX. This did not meet that. But this is me having difficulty separating my severance bin watching life to my PHNX work life. I feel like we should dim the lights and go big screen here. Here we go. And that was me coming into work oh. today. The break room. And if you get, if you watch Severance, you you're going that. to now. You, you get have that. to watch Severance. You don't <laughs> watch Severance. You don't want to go listen out. You don't want to. And go by the, the way, for those listening on audio, the end screen said "Ph and X ints where you can't separate work and sports." <laughs> Ph and X ints oh where you can't God. separate work oh and sports. That was fun. That was fun. And, and by the way, for your weekend binge, a preface Severance with it's it's dark. It's a slow burn, and there's a it's a you got to think. Like it's, yeah. it's, if you're not into that, you just want some entertainment. 
skip this one this weekend. If you want Love Island UK, for instance. There you go. If you need a palate cleanser after watching Severance, watch Love Island UK on Hulu. (laughs) There you go. But thanks to Leah for helping me with that. Yeah. Am I supposed to be in this movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You were supposed to be telling me to go to the break room, but you weren't here on time. You were supposed to be the one saying the Nutter Butters. I'm here on time. time. The Nutter Butters. You were here on time. time. But you were supposed to be the one telling me that the Nutter Butters were here. If I'm going to appear in a a film segment, I I mean, there's a lot of... We need to reach out to his agents. Hair and makeup. people call my agent. I need to have a session with my mental therapist. He has a right... With my therapist before I arrive to get myself in the right frame of mind. You have to have the Nutter Butters and the Pellegrino. DM. 40 degrees with a lime. Meal. Things get forgotten all the time. And now you know why I'm stressed all the time. Because... People and so Max, the things that I need to perform. Max, who is in charge of our sales department here, he, he was literally the he was it. So <laughs> guess what, Max? You did great. You're in. Ever grab somebody from the office next You're door. in, Max. <laughs> Bob from Solar. Yeah, Bob from actually. Solar down the hall. Not making that up. Perfect. You should have gone in the hallway exploring the other areas of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Max, for helping us out. Oh, Taking time away. Oh, from gosh. So Unbelievable. Anyway, I can, love it. Now we can move on. Friday. Friday, Friday fun, fun day. day. That's what it's about. Um, and if you haven't read it already today, Craig had a story come out this morning. <sighs> Speaking Dude, of r- rewinding, sorry, reining us back in about the Tampa Bay Lightning and their playoff success. Daryl Plandowski was a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning scouting staff, and now he's part of the Arizona Coyote scouting staff. So Craig did a deep dive on him this morning. On yeah, I got to talk to Al Murray. The uh, same same position with the Tampa Bay Lightning since 2010, I think. And that was great. I mean, it and gave me some great insight on Daryl and really, really pushed him to consider this job when it came available. And look, Daryl probably would have had other opportunities when you are a part, when you're the head scout for the Tampa Bay Lightning chasing a three-peat, you're probably going to get other offers. But he thought he was really uniquely positioned for this because Tampa was basically in the same position. Now, Tampa actually picked first overall one year and second overall another year. So that's a difference between them and the Coyotes who never Pick in the top yeah. two, There's but always next year. they were starting from scratch. They were they were a bad team back then, if you remember, Petey, and they draft Stamkos, they draft Hedman. They've got two pieces, really yeah. two important pieces, but you still need to fill in around them. And who does he go get in later rounds? Mostly, you get Nikita Kucherov, you get Braden Point, you yeah. get Point Sorelli, Anthony Sorelli, yeah. you get Vasilevsky. When I was with the reading the pick. list yeah. of yeah, players and where they were drafted yeah. in that article, I was like. Oh and that's what you hope for for the Coyotes, having yeah. so picks in so many rounds that you can pick those pieces that five, six, seven, eight, ten. I know I hate to say ten years from now, going, oh yeah, they got that guy in the in the third round. Remember that? Okay. That's the pieces that you need to to surround the really good pieces with to win. Andre Palat, seventh round pick. There you wow, go. amazing! So if you want to read that story and more, and all of Craig's. Amazing writing at gophnext.com. Become a member today. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker. When you do, check out the PHNX merchandise locker, phnxlocker.com. Amazing merch in there as well as some hats. Um, And join our members only Discord as well. We have a lot of fun chatting daily in there. All right. It's time for our final segment, and we'll bring it back to Sean. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, it's time so for the Houston series this weekend, by the way, too. Oh, yeah. Watch the story. L- listen Weekend's to the, the first time. Yeah, listen to the story. It's no It'd be really hard to watch it. But you could but watch it in your mind if you, yeah, you could. can imagine yeah. it. It's so good that you can you visualize really can. everything. You happening. really can. It's phenomenal. All right, Sean. Producer power play. Yes, it's a Let's go. Friday fun day continues. 
There right. it is. Do I have to read? It just says producer Hopefully power play, Craig. Don't worry. Don't, are you nervous again? <laughs> is that what it's like? Are you getting nervous? I, I'm always nervous. I'm so past nervous. He today. told me after the first one when he went clock. easy no, on us that they're going to get progressively harder. So, all right. Seriously? No, I definitely can't read okay, that. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll read it. Um, Leah sent me this tweet, so I have to acknowledge the fact that Leah has a little bit of a head start on you guys. <laughs> um, but it is. It's a tweet from at Solo... Said Tony X on Twitter, yeah, the St. Louis superfan. Yeah. yeah. He said, if there's a successful challenge that the refs miss, the ref should have to officiate the game with one less ref for two minutes. <laughs> put, put a ref in the penalty box? Yeah. Basically. Um, so that is basically my uh, producer power play, is if you could come up with any wild rule um, in the NHL, what would it be? Um, and your power play starts now. Well, I think well, let's first stick with this because I, I, I think that the refs should be punished. I think putting them in the penalty box is bad. I think the refs that missed this many calls should be penalized from working games, maybe in the playoffs. I think refs that miss too many or are judged to miss calls keep coming back. You see it in baseball, the umpires who Not miss so many strikes. Not as fun as putting them in the penalty They're box. They're supposed to do that. You know, they're supposed but to evaluate don't. them round by okay. round. The fun rule. Here's my fun rule. You can, fun get, an, rule. You can get an assist on your own goal. If you pass, if you pass to someone and they pass it back to you and you score, you should get the point for your goal and for your assist. <laughs> I will go the last five minutes of the game. There are no blue lines, and you can go off sides as much as you want. You can go all the way down to the other okay. end of the ice if you want to. Okay. No blue lines. I like that. That's fun. Last two minutes of a game. Okay. Has to be less than a two goal differential. If it's five to one, blue lines still exist. If it's three to one, blue lines disappear. Well, I have a couple. First of all, I hate the trapezoid. Let yeah. the goalies play the puck. Let the goalies Agreed. play the puck wherever they want. Two yeah. goalies here. I like hate that. the trapezoid. I have another one statistical, though. It bothers me that shootout goals don't count for anything. They mm -hmm. win games. I get that it's a shootout. It's not the same thing. But I feel like guys should get statistical credit okay. somewhere for shootout I'm goals. I'm with that. Yeah, I, I'm with that, too. Can the goalies play the puck like a Mike Smith? Is he allowed to take the puck to the other end of the ice instead of pulling the goalie, leave Mike Smith in the ice? <laughs> as, as the extra attacker. As the extra attacker. I'm, I'm in. About That's that, too? so funny. Yeah, let Mike... Well, shit, he can shoot better than half the guys on his team yeah, anyway. If, if let things him go. go awry, if they turn the puck over, he can back up and play we've, goal. We've so. also talked about, we only have 10, like 15 seconds, but the 5-4-3-2-1 in, in overtime, 5-on-5, 4-on-4, 3-on-3, 2-on-2, 1-on-1, and then at the end, it's just the two goalies. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Put the Nets like little kids on the side. Done. Crushed it. Woo. That was fun. I think that was our best producer power play, actually. Great job. That's a good one. The that best of great. two? <laughs> I'm, I'm all over the goalies being able to play the puck. I want them to be able to take face-offs. I want them to be able to go past the red line. It's I like how in baseball they put out like the catchers to throw pitches. Why can't Can the goalies that take... goalie on goalie in overtime it came to that? And I mean, both <laughs> goalies just sit there in their nets. I'm not moving. You moving? <laughs> I'm in. It's a mental they game. go forever. I yeah. love it. Oh, man. All right. Oh, that was a fun show. Any final notes? I guess let's get ready for more weekend? playoff hockey and playoff softball. Let's yep. go. We'll be back wait. next week. Talk about it again and how I'm wrong again. <laughs> yeah. Can I get all four wrong? I technically could, you, right? You could. I had Florida and I had Calgary. We, we all had. So I'm 0 for 2. Yeah, we're both. We're it's all over. possible. It would be wild. And that, that means all four division winners are bowing out. Which oh yeah, Sean just reminded me. So we had our center ice matchup mashup challenge yes. that we put out on Twitter, and the 
idea was, since the coyotes can be represented on the ice. Wait, what? <laughs> can you believe it? No, I read an article I was about told that. They couldn't. Saw yes. that on the internet. Yes. So they can. We don't know what it's going to look like yet. So we put it out to the public. What would your ideal center ice for the ASU and Coyotes sharing an arena look like? We got some amazing submissions. We did. We got a unbelievable. Lot of good it was so hard to choose, and I chose. I don't know if you guys see this, but I did choose. Petey just left the room. Okay, okay Petey's leaving the show. Okay. Oh, he's getting he's some. He's done. getting the he's... prize box. He's getting his prize box. So we have chosen the winner of the center ice mash mashup. Yeah. I keep wanting to say I thought mash-up. the prize was a candlelight dinner with Sean. Sean's girlfriend said no, so we're oh, going to okay. the next best thing. So the winner of the Center Ice Mashup is this one here. I yeah, loved this awesome. one. For those listening on audio, it's the Arizona State outline, like the actual state of Arizona. And on one half, it's the Kachina. The other half, it's the Sun Devil. Craig had Sparky. counter-argued, will they want the pitchfork? It doesn't matter. We don't care what ASU wants in this setting here. So We're just you- looking for... The best entry. In so congratulations to Jordan, the winner of the Center Ice. Oh, my God. I cannot Center say Ice, it. Center Ice. Center Ice. Five o'clock. Smash up. And you win. He gets the official Coyotes team issued hat from the 2020 playoffs in the bubble wow. with a little NHL Stanley Cup logo embossed in it. Very nice. So Jordan, nice. DM us at PHNX underscore Coyotes <clears throat> so you can redeem your prize again. Thank you, Doc everyone for your submissions they were all amazing we should send them forward to the nhl we'll just attach it to our weekly email to gary bettman on behalf of craig and because there were some amazing submissions and i can't wait to see what actually comes of it i'll put that with the same place he puts all my other suggestions (laughs) in the in the trash (laughs) you're secretly running the league no buddy anyway all right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Next week is exciting. The Tempe City Council will discuss the proposed arena next Thursday. So we'll be keeping tabs on that. Be sure to follow along with us at PHNX underscore Coyotes at Craig S. Morgan always on Twitter. And continue to tweet at S. Peters Hockey to do his dance that he still owes. Yeah, that's what I thought we were getting today said you're recording a video. Oh. you know what i thought right has he has he seen that one yet which episode is that oh yeah, the, the jazz, the jazz. Defiant jazz. Defiant jazz. Yeah, that's what i thought we're that's the today. dance you just had to find jazz that's that's when the show went yeah. off the rails i okay. love it Defiant, so much Defiant, yeah. my wife and i were like <laughs> what are we watching episode six was Defiant so jazz. good Anyway, and I'm very close to having, I'm probably next week going to have to eat fake maple syrup on the show. So keep following us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review and follow PHNX Sports across all platforms. Lots of great content five days a week. As always, we'll be back next week on Monday. And until then, have a great weekend, everyone.